next on the 5 o'clock report. If you say you're going to be with Israel and support Israel, then do that. These three hostages were able to somehow get away. You have to send a message to prevent this from happening again. There is no evidence that the president has done wrongdoing. You're seen and you're valuable and you're worth so much more. Over $10,000 for a late fee. Now, let's go to the newsroom. Good afternoon and welcome to the broadcast. I'm Family Life News anchor Sarah Harnish. A storm is on its way for New York and PA could have high winds and rain on Sunday and snow for some of us on Monday with 10 days left to go until Christmas. Kevin Williams has your forecast coming up in a few minutes. The Israeli military is taking full responsibility after three civilians were killed during friendly fire today. Israel Defense Forces engaged with militants and during some time in the battle, What's believed is that these three hostages were able to somehow get away from their captors or were abandoned by their captors, but then they were mistakenly identified as a threat, and then the Israel Defense Forces then opened fire and then killed them. Reporter Ramey Innocencio says America wants casualties minimized. Republican presidential candidate Nikki Haley thinks it's wrong, though, for the Biden administration to try to dictate to Israel how it should wage war against Hamas. If you say you're going to be with Israel and support Israel, then do that. But you don't start drawing conditions on what they can and can't do. This was a country that fell to her knees with the worst attack since the Holocaust. And now they're trying to eliminate Hamas, the ones that did this, which, by the way, should be personal for America, because 33 Americans were butchered on that day. We've got American hostages. Let them finish the job. Meanwhile, Europe is on high alert following the arrest of Hamas fighters in several countries. The suspects taken into custody in Germany, the Netherlands and Denmark. Correspondent Charlie Dagada says that they have ties to the same terrorists that Israel is fighting in the Middle East. The investigation revealed a network of people preparing a terrorist act. Law enforcement agencies thwarted an attack, the goal to kill innocent civilians on European soil. Prosecutors say the suspects plan to store weapons in Berlin for possible attacks against Jewish targets throughout Europe. A teenager from Britain was found in France after disappearing six years ago. Alex Batty disappeared at 11 years old during a vacation in Spain with his mother and grandfather. This is the Great Manchester Police. Alex and his family remain our focus, and we still have some work to do in establishing the full circumstances surrounding his disappearance and where he has been in all those years. Now to holiday travel, airlines are expecting over 39 million passengers to travel by plane this holiday season. This year, Southwest says that it's invested heavily in de-icing equipment, revamped its computer system, and has plenty of staff for this year. Jurors in Rudy Giuliani's defamation trial are beginning their second day of deliberation in Washington, D.C. They're determining what damages the former Donald Trump lawyer must pay Ruby Freeman and Shea Moss, who were Georgia election workers in 2020. The pair are asking for $24 million in damages. Plaintiff's attorney is arguing that you have to send a message to prevent this from happening again, that conspiracy theories and disinformation are sowed to the detriment, to the pain involving threats against two ordinary Americans. The punitive damages have no estimated dollar amount. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre insists there's nothing to see here when it comes to House impeachment inquiry into President Biden. There's no evidence. There is no evidence that the president has done wrongdoing. There's none. 
Absolutely none. But media critic Joe Concha says the president has been caught in a lie. Not only did Joe Biden talk to his son about his dealings, he also talked to his son's business associates on at least 22 occasions while he was vice president. And again, the questions remain the same. What service did Hunter Biden provide to all these energy companies in places from China, Ukraine, Russia, to be compensated in the manner he was to the tune of millions? And if Hunter's last name isn't Biden and he didn't have access to a sitting vice president, his father, is he even paid one dime? There are still many more questions and answers right now. And this is what this inquiry is all about. The president's son faces contempt of Congress charges for ditching a scheduled deposition this week. And if you're in northern Virginia, watch out for the gingerbread man. Local police say an individual wearing an inflatable gingerbread man costume tried to enter a home in Arlington County earlier this week and then walked away after finding that the door was locked. Still to come on the 5 o'clock report, a court fight over New York's upcoming congressional maps, human trafficking in PA, and an opioid crisis health emergency declaration. But first, weather with Kevin Williams. Here is your Family Life regional weather forecast after a fine Friday. We've got a nice night tonight coming up. It'll be partly cloudy to clear. Low temps upper 20s to mid-30s. Tomorrow, clouds, limited sun. High temps, 40s to near 50. On Sunday, turning cloudy. Rain will arrive in Pennsylvania uh, during the midday time frame. Spread north into New York State at the end of the day and at night with high temps, 40s and low 50s. And that rain will continue on until Monday. Thank you, Kevin. Checking the stories, making news where you live across New York and Pennsylvania. New York Governor Kathy Hochul is being pressured to declare an opioid crisis health emergency. Family Life's Jeremy Miller has the story. Such a declaration would expand authority to boost public health measures, such as waiving co-pays for addiction treatment and accelerating the release of opioid settlement funds. New York has broken its record for overdose deaths every year since 2019. Opioids killed nearly five times as many New Yorkers as firearms in 2020. The year that former Governor Cuomo declared a public health emergency on guns, which Hochul has renewed 11 times. Jeremy Miller, Family Life News. Pennsylvania is ranked 15th in the nation for the amount of human trafficking. Hope Inspire Love is a nonprofit that provides services to trafficking survivors like mentoring programs and training for those who want to learn the science of trafficking. Now the nonprofit has a new office space, which will give survivors a safe place to come. You're seen. And you're valuable and you're worth so much more that you may not think you have a place to go or that has been your safe place. There are people that want to walk through and see your healing happen and their safety beyond the doors that you may be in right now or the people's hands you may be in and know that there is a way out and there is freedom. The organization says they rescue people every day and they have a message for those that are trafficked. Survivors all around us, they're nurses, they're doctors, there's teachers, they're moms, they're happily married and have children, you know, so there's so much life on the other side. It does take work and grit to get to that point, but you can give back to your community, you can be healthy, and you can flourish and thrive. The human trafficking hotline has received 7,700 calls in Pennsylvania, saving some 4,000 victims. The father of a former missing RIT student is speaking out for the first time since his 22-year-old son was found in Pennsylvania unharmed this week. Hearing his voice was amazing. Mark Grant explaining the moment he was reunited with his son Matthew after he went missing for nearly a month. I just reassured him right out of the gate that everything was fine, uh, nothing else mattered, um, and that we can figure anything out. He was located Wednesday afternoon 300 miles away at the Delaware Water Gap in eastern Pennsylvania. New York State Senator George Borrello vows to fight in court the new-look congressional map the Democrats are drawing for next year's election. 
Democrats sabotaged the process. The fix is in. There will be litigation once again if the Democrats continue down their, their gerrymandered road. New York's highest court ruled this week that the new-look maps must be drawn by February. And every Friday, our own Bob Price sits down with Mike Gear from the Pennsylvania Family Institute and Jason McGuire from New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms to take a peek at what's going on in each state capital. It's called Capital Connection. Let's listen in. And it looks like in 2024, we will have new district maps that will likely help the Democrats in this state. Blue congressional seats will likely look bluer, and the redder ones will look redder and uh, That's going to be a tough fight in 2024. Well, as the process played out uh, before, uh, this would deadlock at the committee level. And then when it deadlocks, it will force it back to the Democratic supermajorities and they will draw the uh, maps as they will. There is uh, big news in Harrisburg as well. Uh, Apparently, there's some kind of a leak in the House chamber. Lawmakers are not, except for the budget address in February, they are not going to be back at work until after St. Patrick's Day. There does appear to be more of a political agenda at play in keeping the lawmakers out until after that holiday with the green beer. It turns out that Democrats are losing their one-vote majority, and so the Democrat leadership has decided no sessions for three months until that seat is filled. They're blaming a roof leak, but there will be the uh, budget addressed by Josh Shapiro in the meantime, and we'll be watching to see if he needs an umbrella as he delivers that budget address. (laughs) Couldn't believe when I saw a stat this week. Uh, I want to get your reaction to it. One in five young people today, 20% of all the young people in this country believe the Holocaust was a myth. How does that happen? Yeah, it's stunning. I mean, at its root cause, we all understand there's a spiritual war that is going on, and I believe that's motivating a lot of this. There's also a major educational problem. Too often we are sending students off to these colleges to be indoctrinated in left-wing progressivism rather than really American civics and what it means to be a patriot in this country and to see the world in a way that I think uh, I would more closely align with. Well, these proposals come in light of the unbelievable congressional testimony by the University of Pennsylvania president, which was so tone deaf and heartless it cost her her job. One of the bills that's been proposed would require colleges and universities that receive state funding to include in their bullying and harassment codes prohibitions against calls for genocide against the Jewish people. You can hear more on this feature by heading to our news page at familylife.org slash news podcasts. Time next for tonight's market report brought to you by Faithward Advisors. Here's Family Life's Dave Margolotti. Stocks are mixed today to end the trading week. Markets continuing to climb as the Dow Jones Industrial Average is on pace to finish for its ninth consecutive gain week. Capacity utilization for the month of November came in at 78.8%. That was lower than the consensus as well as the prior report. Industrial production month over month rose 0.2%, coming in slightly lower than the consensus, but higher than the prior report. General Motors' robo-taxi company Cruise announcing this week that it plans to cut 900 of its workforce due to safety concerns and and operational difficulties. GM also announced plans to lay off 1,300 workers in the Michigan plant sometime early next year, mostly due to certain vehicle productions ending. Intel is getting into the artificial intelligence space as they get ready to release their new AI computer chips in New York next week. It's called Gaudi 3, which plans to compete with NVIDIA and AMD. S&P 500 sector gains coming from IT and consumer discretionary losses coming from utilities and real estate crude oil. 
closing above $71 a barrel. The Dow gaining 56 points, the Nasdaq rose 52, the S&P 500 unchanged. Faithward Advisors is a Christian financial planning firm helping faithful stewards do more online at faithwardadvisors.com. Trying to keep children entertained on the weekends can be an expensive proposition. Hi, I'm Rob West with a Faith and Finance Minute. A family of four can easily spend 50 or $60 just going to the movies. So here are some free ways to occupy the kids. Check out your community calendar. Most towns hold free events where your kids may even make new friends. If you have smaller kids and don't feel like going out, try a blanket fort. Invite the neighbor kids over and make a play date out of it. Don't be surprised if adults end up playing in the fort, too. How about visiting an elderly or disabled person nearby? You and the kids can look for ways to help, and it's also a great way to share life and the gospel with someone. And that never costs a dime. Discover the best Christian financial articles, podcasts, and videos by visiting our website, faithfi.com, or by downloading FaithFi, Faith and Finance from your app store. Coming up on the 5 o'clock report, how many library late fees have you accrued? One family may have just set a record with a book return that's more than 100 years late. We've got more after one last look at weather with Kevin Williams. It's a quiet Friday night coming up with a good start to the weekend, but limited sunshine, the air stays mild. Meanwhile, a storm is taking shape in the Gulf of Mexico. It's going to move up the eastern seaboard, bringing us wind and rain later Sunday into Monday. And up cold air follows this system, rain could add to some snow from Monday night and Tuesday, if you advise. But in the meantime, overnight, it's partly cloudy for most. Low temperatures, upper 20s to the upper 30s. Saturday, clouds and limited sunshine with high temperatures in the 40s to near 50. Thank you, Kevin. Finally, at 5, it's not uncommon for library books to be returned a few days, a few months, or even a few years late, but 120 years past the due date, well, that is something else. Last week, the Cruise of the Esmeralda was returned to the Carbondale Public Library in Pennsylvania after it was signed out in the year 1904. If we use the cost of the book when he checked it out, it would have come out to about $870 for a late fee. If we use today's fine, which is 25 cents, a day, it comes out to uh, over $10,000. So Horace is very lucky that we cap book fines at $10 now. The book won't go back into circulation, but will remain at the library. It's being added to its archives due to the historical value of that piece of library memorabilia. And that is the world that we live in for Friday, the 15th of December. I'm Sarah Harnish, and this is the 5 o'clock report on Family Life.